Now, first off, how would we describe shock? <laughs> Welcome to the fantasy. <laughs> nice. Nice. Man, you are one pathetic loser. Ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Shock Fantasy Podcast. It is early Thursday afternoon. I thought I would very, very quickly preview the New England Patriots, Los Angeles Rams game, just in case you guys need a little help for your fantasy playoffs. And I'm going to do it by position today because uh, I think that that's the best way to do it in this scenario. And really, let's start at the quarterback position with Jared Goff, who I'm giving uh, a C grade to. Uh, I don't know if you remember this, but Bill Belichick really had Jared Goff's number uh, a couple years ago in a fairly substantial maybe even super game. Uh, Goff is going to go up against a defense that's only given up 236 yards and 1.3 passing touchdowns on average. They're allowing the fewest pass attempts in the league per game. People do not pass very much against the New England Patriots. So it's just a very shallow C grade. Some might even call it like a C minus. Um, and then Cam Newton, I can't advocate starting Cam Newton in this game. Uh, the Rams, one of the best defenses in the league. Uh, they're only giving up 15 rushing yards to the quarterback position, and they do play in a division that has Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson in it. So uh, I don't think that it, this is a particularly susceptible running quarterback team. So I'm going to leave Cam Newton on the bench. I don't think you should be starting him in a fantasy playoff game anyway. Uh, You're totally reliant on him getting a touchdown on the ground, and I just don't see it coming in this game. Let's go to the running back position where I guess the most interesting players are are the youthful ones here. Uh, Cam Akers had 21 carries for 72 yards and a score last week, added in a reception for 22 yards through the air. Um, He is going against a, frankly, a really tough New England uh, run defense. It's not as tough as years past. Uh, Let's be clear about that. They're averaging about 97 yards, 4.4 yards per carry per game. Uh, Not giving up a ton through the air, though, either. So uh, I'm going to give Akers a C. Um, I'm not going to give either of the other running backs a starting grade in this one with Malcolm Brown or Daryl Henderson on the Rams side because I just don't think that I can trust the Rams. I can't trust Sean McVay. He screws with your mind every time. I mean, look at Cam Akers' last couple touch totals. 10, 5, 9, 21. Something's up here. Something's afoot. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. I can only give Cam Akers a C grade in this one. He's a dart throw in in daily if you want to try that. Uh, The running back that you might want to start a little bit more, maybe Damian Harris, who who really had a good game last week uh, for for the Patriots uh, running against the the lowly Chargers. But Harris has been kind of up and down a little bit too. Uh, Sony Michelle has returned to the lineup, and James White is also stealing some touches as well. But Damian Harris still getting 
15 attempts plus targets per game in his games played, and he's seventh in the league in yards per game from a rushing standpoint. So I think Damian Harris is an okay play. He's still only a C grade, though, because the Rams are very good against the run, uh, allowing only 3.9 yards per carry and 78 yards per game. Uh, They're not significantly tougher against uh, the pass or run, uh, there, it, it's it's just kind of up in the air. I, I wouldn't advocate starting James White in this one or Sony Michelle, Damian Harris, and Cam Akers, giving them both tepid C grades in this one. Don't feel great about it. I think this is going to be a low-scoring affair here. Uh, let's talk about the wide receiver position. You can't start Jacoby Myers on the New England Patriots. He's going to get the Jalen Ramsey treatment in this one. And really, the Rams are only giving up 132 yards per game to the wide receiver position. That's it. That's not enough for me to feel comfortable starting him. And then Robert Woods should see Stefan Gilmore on the other side of the field. Uh, Gilmore hasn't been as good as of recent, but as I mentioned, with the lack of passing attempts the New England Patriots give up, they only give up 11.6 wide receiver receptions per game. And if you're going to move that around between Robert Woods and Cooper Cup, both of whom are averaging over eight targets per game, both of whom are averaging about six catches per game, well, that's it. Six catches is kind of what you can hope for for Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. I'll give Woods a C plus. Let's say that because I think that he can get a few things done on the ground. They tend to hand the ball off to him a little bit more. That's why his workload rank is a little bit higher than that of Cooper Cup. He's getting a few uh, carries in the ground game. But Cooper Cup is just that solid guy from the slot. So, uh, And the Patriots don't have uh, the best slot corners in the league. So I'll give Cooper Cup a C grade as well. Both guys that you can start. Uh, if you have other options that are better, I think that I would go with them. But I'll give them both C grades in this one. C plus. Let's let's be kind. C plus for Woods and Cup in this one. But I'm fearful that Jared Goff just doesn't pass the ball enough in this game. Finally, the the only tight end I really need to mention is Tyler Higby, who finally scored last week. Uh, I believe it was, uh, gosh, it was like seven or eight weeks when he scored three touchdowns against Buffalo way back early in the season. Can't trust him in this one. Only four targets per game on average. That's just not enough to get it done. Uh, The Patriots are only allowing 39, or sorry, 3.9. There's a decimal in there. Decimals are important. 3.9 tight end receptions per game. That's about what Higby's getting for targets. Uh, If he catches everything, yeah, maybe. I guess that's okay. Then then he's got four receptions, but uh, he's he's not going to come up with a touchdown in this one. The Patriots have only given up one tight end touchdown on the year. That's not enough to get it done. I'm not starting Tyler Higby in this one. Neither should you. So that's why this podcast is coming out a little bit later because, geez, it's kind of an ugly game. If you're starting guys in this game in a fantasy playoff scenario, I don't feel great about it for me. I'd rather wait on the Thursday guys, pass them off, and see if I can play some of my guys on Sunday. Maybe get, if it's a scenario where you're waiting on some of the injury reports, I'd pass and I'd see if I can get it done with the guys playing Sunday and Monday this week. There's some much better matchups, some much more juicy, tasty matchups that you can see on the Super Dash right now 
uh, available at shockfantasy.com, the Week 14 Super Dash. So many stats, all color-coded for your eyeballs' pleasure. Yeah, all of your eyeballs. Well, two of them, or maybe one of them if you're one of those eye patch kind of people. That's it. That's all we got for Shock Fantasy today. At Explosive Output on Twitter, at Shock Fantasy. Please rate and review the podcast whenever you can. Uh, it, it really helps other people find the podcast, and I truly appreciate it. Uh, and, and make sure that you've hit the little subscribe button on the podcast so you get the latest and greatest when it comes out. This sucker's coming in under nine minutes. Look at that. All right, guys. Have a great fantasy week, and we'll see you next time on the Shock Fantasy Podcast.